I love everything about Christmas. And the things that people say they don't like about Christmas, the gaudiness, the tackiness, the commercialism, the, all of this, I fucking love all of that. I love it. Good evening, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, actually. Very well. That's what you're hearing is um, that's a Christmas decoration I bought many years ago, possibly the worst purchase because children. I feel I feel like it's missing the uh, the visual part of it, which is the reindeer puckering his lips yeah. like a kind of twinging anus. On anus, <laughs> is it? He's puckering his lips for a kiss. Oh, he's whistling! He's whistling, isn't he? No, he's whistling. He's obviously whistling, isn't he? Yeah, he's whistling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whistling. Yeah, that's whistling. Um, it's really, it's really disturbing, actually. Very annoying, anyway, isn't it? Um, I bought it one. Well, one you seem, time. you seem well, anyway. We don't need to ask you if you, if you're well. What, what are we talking about today? Christmas, mate. It's fucking it's the Christmas. Christmas episode. This is the Christmas special, people. Ding, 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 fact, ding, ding. Christmas. Matt said, Matt said he wasn't keen to do this, but twice I cancelled. Ended up what? Twice I cancelled on him, and he still made space for it because. Bam. Gotta do a Christmas episode. Gotta do a Christmas episode, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Christmas special, people. My son asked me the other day, he was like, does the snowman bring the snow? That's the, I have no fucking that's the funny it. thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> every story I read and film and thing we watch is all the snow and it, it fucking never snows at Christmas, mm. ever. Really. And the snowman doesn't bring the snow because without the snow, there's no snowman. Yeah, exactly. So it's absurd and ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, Anyway, yeah, Christmas. Um, (laughs) Christmas, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of transpired a bit through... It's become a little bit of a theme accidentally, hasn't it? Your obsession with Christmas. So we had to do a Christmas episode. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's a bit incongruous, I'd say, in in terms of your character. Yeah. I guess people wouldn't probably wouldn't assume straight away that you're quite so obsessive about Christmas. Yeah, I think that... But the fact... But the obsessiveness is, you know... um, it's to be expected, I guess. And what it, yeah. Once I learned, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's he's really he's really leaving no stone a stone unturned, and it's he's yeah he's getting quite obsessive about this. And can I have some psychological analysis there. Yes, yes, George. Yes, yes Charlie. Quite drunk. Cha- uh, uh, Charlie, George, <laughs> Matt. Matt. <laughs> Gonna go for all my children's names. Dear listeners, um, it is a Christmas special, <laughs> so I am. Um, Really, I am quite drunk. 
And uh, yes, that's good. That, that's not out of the ordinary for this podcast, but as a Christmas, Christmas special, uh, I've had to build myself up. Um, right. So here's the thing. Here's the best way of explaining it. Uh, when uh, f- friends first out found out that I love Christmas, they find it weird. <laughs> uh, Spit it out. <laughs> but not, I don't think they think I'm not necessarily a miserable bastard, but. A bit cynical, mood, temperamental, you know, all these things, you know. Yes. Probably not, just basically, you would expect the kind of person who would say, oh, Christmas, nah, whatever. But actually, the kind of person who decorates his desk and decorates his house to be like a grotto. I love everything about Christmas. And the things that people say they don't like about Christmas, the gaudiness, the tackiness, the commercialism, the... All of this, I fucking love all of that. I love it. I just fucking love it. Even even the thing that it's a forced thing. You're forced to enjoy your family. You're forced to go and see your family. You're forced to be nice to people. You're forced to be nice to people. Good. Good. Someone like me, it's actually quite a good reminder. It's like, you know, you book the fuck up sometimes. Put a smile on your face and try harder. And you know what? You might have a good time, that I, you know, and I do. I, I start fucking early, December uh, the thirty first, Halloween, and we watch uh, we watch uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, and then we start the countdown to Christmas, and then Christmas for me is December the first until whenever the fuck I have to go back to work, January the third or whatever. That's my Christmas season. I enjoy it as a fucking. I've had to calm down over the years because that often involved basically drinking and eating excessively every day for about 34 days, which would sometimes leave me in quite a severely bad physical state. So I'll stop doing that. But I I just, I do, I do love it. And, and, and I enjoy, I enjoy things that I don't even would normally like the family time, appreciating people, trying to be extra nice and extra generous to people. Um, I've talked quite a lot now. This isn't surprising. Um, I, you know, you know what I think is a big factor in that. Mm. What do you think is your theory? Well, I'm I'm kind of with you, but it's 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 how early on in the day you're acceptably allowed to start drinking. <laughs> We've mentioned this before about Christmas Day because I remember very specifically I said, "Oh, Christmas Day is great because you can just start getting pissed at twelve and be off your head by three, oh, and mate. it's fine." And then you said, we have a good is tradition it? in our house of Bucks Fizz, actually. <laughs> yeah, Bucks Fizz in the morning, yeah. <laughs> Lots of people have that. I think I was telling the story of, um, this was a few years ago, I bought a, um, a board game called Soggy Doggy for George. Soggy Doggy. Oh, yeah. The thing, the dog shakes and water goes everywhere. But actually, the board game around it is incredibly boring. And I was so drunk that I could just not work out the rules at all. I couldn't fathom them at all. So we just started fucking messing about with it. And I said to you, like, oh, but it's all right because Christmas, it's okay to be that irresponsibly drunk with your kids on Christmas yeah, Day. Of course That's it is. acceptable. Well, at the time you said, are you sure? Is that, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure it is, but is it? But, you know, everyone in England does it pretty much. So, you know, arrest yeah, if you want. Yeah, it's fine. And this is the thing, like, uh, once you become the head of your own household, it's your own fucking rules, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly, Matt. And if they're going to wake me up at half plus fucking five, what the fuck do you expect? That's exactly. a long day. That's all. And then I've got to cook and shit. Ben? 
so what have we what's what's this that was charlie brown christmas what was that? charlie brown christmas oh which by the way Lovely. we'll get on to after this first thing i'm about to say films and programs i know it's cliche and obvious but you know what else are we going to talk about films and programs what christmas themed yeah what do you watch at christmas what do you like to watch at christmas what do i watch at christmas um i like you know muppets christmas carol brilliant fucking brilliant it's a good one love it makes me um, that, that is a film that makes me feel warm inside also although my, my kids are still a bit young for it and right. i feel a bit uh, i'm a little bit worried that like muppets were quite a big part of my childhood mm. and, and i'm a little bit worried that they're not going to get on board with the muppets ah. well, you, well you notice when you watch back and muppets it's a bit like the simpsons that they've got all these kind of weird like references to Mm. Really old-fashioned, like, uh, kind of vaudeville things. Maybe, and Simpsons maybe. does it as well. They do, like, his reference to, like, the Three Stooges and things. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I know, know Can I stop Stooges it there? Because, because like all the this Simpsons. is very uninteresting. But, but what I will say is that my... Well, it's, my it's all, like, yeah. My kids had never watched anything to do with Muppets before they watched Muppets Christmas Carol. The thing about Muppets Christmas Carol is it's a perfect film and that somehow... They managed to get a bunch of songwriters to write a bunch of perfect songs, and oh, yeah, great it's songs, brilliant. Yeah. I, your kids are a bit young, probably. Yeah, it's quite it's quite scary, isn't it? It's scary. It's bit, it's quite ninety weird, minutes yeah. or so long. Your kids are two and four. Four. So James, yeah, my son will sit for that long, but it, yeah, it just he won't be far off, mate. Before. But I don't. I can't remember how long my kids were. Or how old? My kids were when they watched that, but I think that they will latch onto it eventually. If they don't, you should probably have them adopted because they're shit. Yeah, get new ones. Yeah, this, that's no good because obviously that's a brilliant film. A brilliant film. Yeah, cunts. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is a good one. Nightmare Before Christmas is an interesting one because that's I, we watched that at Halloween. That's traditionally been the time we watch it. I didn't do it this year because this this year has been a bit of a weird year. Normally, I didn't get, I didn't quite have the same early Christmas spirit this year as I did have these. But normally, are you going to say that normally Christmas starts at Halloween? You watch it for Christmas, <laughs> watch, and that's when Christmas we, starts. We watch because you did say this before, and then you said it in the last episode as well. Oh well, so just, I just, just want to just repeat it, and you can edit this okay. out because I'm going to say it again now. Good. Nightmare Before Christmas on. Oh, you know, Halloween is is the countdown to Christmas. <laughs> did I say this before? Matt might want to edit that out. Yeah, yeah, I think it did. Um, what else? Um, wait a second, I'm going to remember a Christmas thing. I mean, I love I love Christmas songs generally. Mm. I'm a big Christmas. You song like the fan. Father Christmas uh, Raymond Briggs cartoon? Oh yes, yeah, that's lovely. We watched that. Uh, I love the I love the book as well. Oh, a very good book, obviously. Yeah. I'd say I love it when he goes to you know when he goes to the French restaurant when he's on his holiday. Yeah, he goes to the French restaurant yeah. and he eats all like the, the weird food and yeah. he sat there with his cigar and brandy at the end. Yeah, Charlie, my Great. Charlie, who's three now, has watched that about four times. Has absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is a cliche, but three I think about three years ago I finally watched it. And it is one of the greatest and most loveliest films I've ever seen in my life. And I can't wait to watch it this fucking Christmas. I think it'll have a special meaning to me this year for reasons I'm not going to go into. But because of reasons where I think I need to feel grateful for the life I have. And um, again, with the Christmas thing, as we said at the beginning, I'm not normally 
well, I don't, I don't come across, shall we say, to some people as the sentimental, blah, 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 emotional type. Actually, I can be. And that film, just just love it. Lovely message. I wish I could actually learn a message from it and, you know, like be nice to people and generous and be kind. Uh, it is interesting when you, when you say your uh, people perception of you because I wonder if people who listen to this podcast would have that perception of you or not or whether we've actually, you've, you've shown your soft underbelly. Well, I don't um, know. I mean, it's an insecurity. It's, quite, it's clear. Because I was going to say, because I, I, you know, you're pretty, yeah. Uh, are you going to say something? Soft, vulnerable person. Are you gonna, are you gonna, oh, I thought you were going to say something nice to me, but it's more insulting. You say you're soft soft and vulnerable. Are you saying that you love me? Is, is that what you mean? Uh, no, I'm saying you're, you're no. a big soft cunt. Yeah. You love me there. Yeah. Tell me they love me. Right now, here on the Christmas special episode, I want you to say it right now. I, ben, I have absolutely no problem telling you that I love you. Oh, that's nice, you gay bastard. Did you watch the uh, latest Mortimer and Whitehouse Gone Fishing Christmas uh, special? No, Matt, because as you know, I have made a very big mistake in not watching that series when I should have been. So what I'm doing now is watching it. And I'm just finished series one, which I know... No, it's is... not sequential. You don't have to watch it in order. No, it's not. But I think that... Uh, no, it's not sequential, but I'm trying to watch it from chrono- chrono- chronologically. And it was very, com- it's a very comforting thing to watch. And I love both of those men very much. Um, so, yeah, I'm catching up. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably watch the Christmas special out of chronological order. Um, yeah, it was interesting. When we spoke last time, we meant, we talked about Sopranos. I, you know, as you know, I have a very uh, similar thing with Bob Mortimer. Those are the two men in my life, really, basically, uh, Bob Mortimer and James Gandolfini. But the um, you mentioned, oh, yeah, Sopranos, best TV show ever. Mm. Um, I kind of like threw that aside, but I actually do think that um, Mortimer and Whitehouse Gone Fishing is one of the best TV shows. Hey, ever. hey, and hey! I'm, and I'm hey. happy. It's it's a hill I'm happy to die on because it's just a die on the fucking hill. Because do you know what? It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It only matters what you think. And I'll tell you yeah, what. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. The other, thanks, the other, the other day, him. mate, I had my wife was sitting next to me fiddling around doing some woman shit nails or something. I had a chair in front of me with one of my many, many Lego figures <laughs> that I'm having to build. And I was watching Bob Mortar and the fishing episode, and it was cheering my heart. Sometimes I like, kind of catch myself watching it, and I'm like, oh, I'm just staring at trees. I'm just yeah, staring there's at, not like, going on, is there? It's not a lot going on sometimes. There's like lingering shots where it's like, oh, okay, now I'm just staring at a river. Okay. I'm happy about this. Yeah. Watch the Christmas special, though. Um, I will, then. Yes. But these two old blokes, I know it's kind of comforting because I know one day I'm going to be an old bloke and be really ill because of all the way I've treated myself throughout. Mm. And I'm going to feel that vulnerability and the hope that I've got friends around me to support me in the same way as it's very nice. It's very nice. Very, It's very nice. Yeah. Watch the Christmas episode, everybody. I haven't watched it yet. R- Matt recommends it. Recommends it? Recommends it? <laughs> Mecromended that episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I, that episode where I tried to... Uh, pronounced regulation when I was drunk. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
So you've been buying presents for your kids this year? Yeah, and I, I normally do. What normally happens is Joe will be the more organised one more early, trying to get things sorted, and then I'll start getting excited about Christmas and start ordering shit. Um, we've always had a problem with George because he is attracted to things that he doesn't actually keep an interest in. But Charlie, he likes his toys, his figures and stuff. And then George has got into Lego. Anyway, to move on, basically, this year has been a weird year. And I think you'll find that a lot of people I've, I've spoken to have said that they've spent... 2020, am I right? 2020. 2020. What a year. What a year. So 2020. A lot of people to come for themselves during lockdown have spent money on things and bought shit. I'm not going to go into detail and I don't want Matt to go into any more detail. It's a long intro here to, yeah. But I've, I've, you know, I've spent money on shit and I've wasted money this year. And I felt a bit of guilt because I thought, well, you've wasted that money. You should have spent it on your kids. So I spent a few nights, started buying some Christmas presents. Me and George, as you might have seen if we have seen, if previous listeners will know that we have watched the Marvel films and he's been very into that, he likes his Lego, so I started buying some Lego for him. Got to, we're getting some play sets, and then I started finding that you could buy them high quality Lego figures very cheaply. They're, I think they're made in China or something. They're basically the knockoffs, but they look exactly like good replicas. Um, and then there was about two or three nights where I really got into drinking red wine and buying things on eBay. And, uh, you know, when you do the bidding thing, it feels like you're beating someone. And oh, then, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Right. Right now, this morning I looked and it said, you have 72 items to arrive. And things have been arriving for weeks now. And I have so many Lego figures and toys and things. So 72 still to arrive. No, no, some of them have arrived, but there's more to come. And Hmm. today I received about 10 different fucking envelopes full of Lego figures. I've basically decided instead of... They are just like loose. Yeah, loose. Like little, yeah, yeah. Really good. how close to official Legos do they look? Exactly like, honestly. Honestly. Honestly, exactly like. If you go onto eBay and take action figures like Avengers, you'll find some really awful looking shit but the lego ones so i do i just have to qualify something i just I'll go back on something i just said because I, really, I, really, I heard myself say it i said um are they official legos uh is that a legal thing you know you know like americans they they refer to like legos multiple legos as legos do they hmm. they do they cut yeah that but, did- I, but i don't no, I just said Lego. But I did just then. Yeah, wow. yeah Lego. That's fine. Lots of Lego. I'll forgive you. Or Lego you. bricks. I'll forgive Lego you. Basically, the, the point is, the point Sorry, is... I couldn't, let, I couldn't let that lie. The point is that he's getting a couple of sets of Lego from, like, grandparents, and they come with a couple of figures. And I thought, I thought, I, I thought I'll buy him in a few extra figures, you know, I'll get the rest of the Avengers. And then I quite liked building them. I found it quite therapeutic. And then I was... There was a couple of nights where I drank quite heavily red wine and I did something which a friend of mine often does and he's bipolar and it basically just goes on an insane shopping spree. And I probably spent about £150 on Lego and now I just get this constant stream of Lego figures. And 
Yeah, if you were trying to get your son, like, a, a bunch of Lego figures so he could play, like, you know, Avengers, that's great, that's fine. But what, I, what I've bought would only be necessary if you were trying to recreate the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe using Lego. Because I've bought just about every obscure figure that you could have. So it's gone way beyond buying things for him. And I think, yeah, I basically think I've got into Lego. Like, anyway, if you've seen Lego movie... Uh, with Will Ferrell in it, where he has builds this huge fucking model he won't let his kids play to. I think I might be turning into him temporarily. I think something's gone wrong in my head. I've got fucking 20 Ninjago fucking figures here in a big bag. Russell, Russell, Russell. That I've got to build. In does here. he like Ninja Girl? Yeah, he does. He does, actually. Okay. Oh, he's going to be buzzing, but I'm going to have to do... We're going to have to work something out now, because, like, I can't just give him a billion fucking Lego figures, like... And they don't come in, like, the official boxes, do they? No, they come in a bag. knockoff ones. So, bit... so how are you going to give him, like, a plastic bag or something? <laughs> well, I don't know. Me and Joe have been speaking about it, because what we don't want to do is just say, hey, girl, here's, like, 2,000 Lego figures, because that's just too much, you know? We always... How do you wrap them up? We always spoil them. But I don't, yeah. I don't want to spoil them to the extent That's where it's Christmas. just mental. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, always spoil them too much. But what I've bought now is just beyond now. It's, it's crazy. It's like an insane person who's gone mental for two days, and 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 it's just too much. Um, for one thing, his birthday is in April, so we can save some stuff for then. But another idea we've got is that basically we're gonna, I'm gonna set up the little play sets he's got. And then as a surprise, maybe on Boxing Day, I'm going to set up all these figures as this big, this big fucking battle, you know, like big style in Infinity War battle. And just, you know, these are for us to play with. Uh, I mean, be, ca- be careful with these grand plans. I don't know what's going on, Matt, to be honest. I don't know. I just don't want it to get be a like... Bin. Get a bin, chuck them in the bin. Right. And give him, and give him that. And, be, and then, then he won't feel spoiled because he's got a bin. It's just yeah. like a bin for Lego. The problem but is he's that got a ton of Lego. Yeah, 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 I'm, like I'm buying some boxes because I'm insisting he keeps the figures separate because what he often does is separate all the bits from the figures and I just won't have it. I will not have it. Oh, man, that sounds fucking annoying. Yeah, it's very annoying. It's fine before because I never really took interest in his Lego before, but now I've bought like two billion Lego figures and built them myself. If he starts separating the heads from the hair and the weapons, that's just not... That's just nerd, no. No, you can't do that. My well, James has got like um he's still obsessed with dinosaurs. Like he's since he was uh since he was to like when he was his second birthday he got like, you know, dinosaur cake, dinosaur balloons and he's just still dinosaurs. Three there, only three. Obsessed about three. still obsessed about dinosaurs. Four now, yeah. Four now. Yeah. It's been two years. George, George two is years eight now and I would say around seven he started fading off a bit. He still likes his dinosaurs and he's got various models in his room but he's, he's nowhere near as obsessed about it but he, he knows some names and shit he's obsessed with animals and stuff but he's not as into dinosaurs they do go through their phases oh, the yeah. worst bit's going to be when they get to 10, 11, 12 because I remember being do you know when you're into year 6 just before you go into year 7 you're at secondary school you, you well I don't what happened with me and a lot of my friends is that you transfer very, very quickly from still a kid who likes to play with toys and then you get into year seven and all your friends, like, you know, give the impression that, you know, playing with toys is now... You're too old for that. I remember very distinctly the last Christmas 
I'd moved into year seven, so in September. Then it was Christmas, and I still act, asked for a load of various toys that I liked at the time. And then within a few months, I'd gone off them because it was quite clear from speaking to classmates and stuff that those things were just unacceptable things to play with. Even though probably was speaking to people who had also had the same thing. It's a fucking minefield. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think it like uh, it depends, doesn't it, as well, on like your groups of friends. I mean, I, I remember like where I grew up was like a well, it was like a, a mm. village, you know. Um, and then where we went to, so we we had our primary yeah. school in the village, and then but then when we went to the the comprehensive, um, we had to go to like the neighbouring village, which was a much bigger village and more like a town. Um, and you know that was the main kind of school. And then you're suddenly coming in, into contact with these more kind of towny folk and yeah. this kind of, uh, um, and we, were, I guess, probably we were a bit more like young for our age, I suppose. Still kind of had yeah, like yeah, playing yeah. with toys yeah. and things. But yeah, as soon as you start mixing with other kids and it all gets competitive, and especially as boys, yeah. he gets very aggressive. Yeah, it's weird. I yeah, hated it strange. all. Um. So. Um, yeah, so I've been trying to like do something Christmassy sounding music wise. Yeah, which I am interested to find out. Yeah, I mean, what makes a Christmas song? It's like the the dings, the sleigh bells. Yeah, a little. It's some kind of catch, other bells. Catchy, happy sounding, not weird sounding, mm. Matt. Not over long. Well. I can do the second bit. I can make it short. Oh, it's not over long. Weird sounding is the only real yeah, thing. Obviously, do, it was going to be weird sounding. I knew that. But, I mean, why why veer off your normal style? If you are going to write uh, the lyrics for a Christmas song... Oh, dear. What would you do? Oh, I don't think I'd find that difficult, you know. Why, you're asking yeah, me to do Yeah, it's hard, that? isn't it? You're asking me to do that now. Uh, well, I'm just trying to think. So, like, the... Uh, um, well, I was thinking, you know, driving home for Christmas. Yeah, that's good. I think I think it's picking it like a quite a small part of the experience of Christmas is quite good. Well, then the fun thing is, like, I really like Paul McCartney's Christmas song, but the lyrics to that are terrible. Oh yeah, the lyrics are shit. To I that. don't remember the lyrics. Well, they're just shit. The lyrics in that? Well, they're just uh, they're just crap. Like, I mean, I, I often just don't listen to the lyrics of songs. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's just the nice bit, isn't it? They, you know, do. Do 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 and simply having wonderful Christmas time, etc. That's yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song, but yeah. the lyrics are a bit crap. I always think. Seen the vid- the video is very like the um, moon is right, the spirits up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. Simply having oh, wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, I can't sing. We know that, so that's fine. I don't know what the fucking moon is about. That spirits up, okay. The part is on. The moon's right. The feeling's here that only comes this time. Actually, the lyrics are quite good. I've changed my mind now. <laughs> uh, I think uh, this bit gets a bit shit, though. The word is out about the town. So lift a glass. Ah, don't look down. Don't look down. What are you on a roller coaster? Don't look down. Yeah, well, he, it's like you're high, aren't you? Yeah, you're high on Christmas spirit. Ah, don't look down. Is it high on Christmas spirit? Okay. Yeah, and you don't don't think about the negatives. Just the choir of children sing their song. They practice. Is this copyright theft? Maybe. Can you give me some tips then on on what what we should do for this Christmas song? Give me one 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 idea, one little idea, one little thing to spark a Christmas song. 
Oh god, this time I feel a lot of pressure here now. What, what's the? Tell you what, Ben. Why? Why do you even like Christmas so much? Why do I like Christmas? That's a really good question. Okay, the reason I love Christmas actually has quite a dark reason behind it, which I'm not going to go into detail for because you know it's not very Christmassy. But between the ages of three and twelve, I lived alone with my mother. Okay. Now, my mother was, just to put it simply, a sadistic, abusive psychopath who traumatised all of her children and many other people beyond. And... When the snowman brings the snow... All right, all right, I'm moving, on, qu- I'm moving on quickly. Like, now, uh, and... Um, but for some reason, this she is a very unusual character, shall we say. At Christmas, she would decorate her house like it was a grotto like it was some shopping centre grotto and it was the 80s and early 90s so you know what the Christmas decorations back then tacky foil shit and it and I mean it was insane everything was covered the living room was insane and I loved it so one of the things about Christmas for me and this might be false I don't know it might be a false narrative I don't know for sure but I'm going to cling on to it but my childhood doesn't have many happy memories and my mother was quite cruel to me but for some reason for whatever the fuck reason she made a fucking massive thing out of Christmas she decorated the house like crazy and she bought me lots of presents there's no Christmas that I can remember in my childhood life that were tainted by abuse or bullying or any of these things all I remember is being given be actually quite generous for how poor we were and uh, the decorations and yeah this was probably an abuser trying to make up for guilt or whatever but you know I think it left some happy memories in my head which were quite rare in my childhood and that doesn't mean I was Christmas mad forever but when my kids were born something came out in me where I was like I would like to make this a special time for them you know, not 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 in the same way, obviously, because it wasn't. It's not out of guilt, but it was just trying to make them feel that this is a nice time to spend with your family. Yes, obviously, it's great to get presents and get excited about that, but try and get them round. It's a time to try and feel happy and appreciate things. And I try and do that myself because you know I've I've had a lot of mental health problems all my life. And problems appreciating the look I've had and things that I've had. And, you know, a lot of people complain about Christmas that it's forced. But, I, you know, I think, what's wrong with forcing yourself every once a year just to fucking remember? Actually, you know what? You've had some shit in your life, but you've also had a bit of fucking luck. So why don't you spread some cheer? Or watch fucking Muppets Christmas Carol or Christmas Carol, whatever version you want to watch, and just think... Yeah, okay, you could think, yeah, I've had a shit life, blah, blah, blah. Christmas is shit because my life's been shit. Or you could think, this is the time to think things could be better or I've had some luck or I'm going to appreciate what I have now. And and I feel really sorry for the people that don't have that because obviously this does not apply to everyone. But I'm talking about my personal experience. Lots of other people can take the opportunity to try and appreciate the the family, their friends, and the luck that they've had. 
you know, and, and that's what I take from it. I know that's quite sentimental. And, and there is the commercial side. I love decorating my house. I love buying a load of fucking presents and being generous to people and stuff like that. And spending time with friends and I like drinking and eating too much and all the excess. I like all the worst parts which people complain about. The gorginess, the tackiness, the excessiveness, all the Western debauchery of it. I like all that as well. It's not all positive things. I just have embraced it as something as something where I want to make myself feel positive because for me it's uh, that's a difficult thing and uh, yeah so fuck it I embrace Christmas as this secular tradition we have where we all go a bit mad and I fucking love it personally I love it we all buy too much we eat too much and we try and be happy and I know that, that there's people out there who can't do that because they're too poor and, and you know there's a lot of shit in the world but actually also Christmas is a time where it tries to make people think about that as well people give to food banks people give to charity people try and think about these things a bit more you know it's not a bad thing you know it, it, it is a little bit debauched by western civilization as it is and I have embraced that but fuck it you know I love it I love it it's weird and wonderful I fucking love it and I, and I like to surprise people, people who don't know me, people I've worked with a year, suddenly it comes, I've decorated my desk, and I'm fucking saying, let's get into Christmas. People like it, it's a surprise. Yeah, I will, I'm not alright, I'm a bit of a pessimistic bastard, but Christmas comes but once a year, and it's a fucking month or so where we can just say, fuck it, let's have a smile, let's fucking just put a smile on our face and just think, hey, I've got friends, I've got family. There's things going for me. That's not true for everyone, and again, I acknowledge that, but it's true for me and it's true for a lot of people. And I think we just it's just a time to appreciate all those things. And if you have to if it's a bit of a yeah, you might force it. Sometimes you have to force it. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes Christmas is stressful because you're forcing it. But it's 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 just that time of year just to try. Just to you try extra hard to appreciate the things you've got. That is for me, personally, anyway. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying that's what it is for me, personally. I try and remember that, you know, yeah, I've had this and I've had that and I've had this unhappiness and this has happened to me and blah, 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 boo-hoo, Ben. But you know what? I've got two kids. I've got a lovely wife. I've got loads of friends. I've got a good family. I like Christmas. I like being around people. and I like being generous to people and being... Just that little bit nicer to people. Maybe I should learn a lesson, just be nice to people all the time, or whatever, you know. Christmas is a special time for me. That's that. That's that. It's a very long answer. It's a very, a very long, long answer. answer. It's, it's weird, though. It's a strange thing for me. I don't know. I don't know. Should we... Um, uh, thank you very much for that, Ben. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I'm glad that you're getting into the spirit. Well, don't get me wrong, people, listeners, and Matt. Uh, I've had a difficult few weeks. The lockdown and everything, and thinking about the future, and all sorts of other personal things I'm not going to get into. It's not like I've been fucking Mr. Smiley for the last few weeks. But I'm getting into the Christmas spirit, and I hope you all can enjoy Christmas, or spend time with your family. And I'd like to thank Matt which is not going to like very much. Matt, my friend, very good friend and producer of this show, personally, for making this year a much 
more pleasurable experience than it would have been otherwise for encouraging me to do this podcast and for doing most of the hard work on this podcast and for being there for me when I need it as well as my other friends uh, and the listeners and people I know on Twitter thank you thank you everybody I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year we'll be making our next episode I think probably on the 7th we're going to take a break until then where we'll have a special guest thank you everybody for listening Look, I'm very fucking serious at the end. Hey, that was like the best ending we've (laughs) ever done. That is the only official ending we've ever done. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. What would I have to do to ruin it? I mean, you're already already beginning to ruin it. This is ruining it, isn't it? (laughs) It wouldn't be the same show without ruining it. Merry Christmas. Thank you for the people who have seen. Our listenership is keeping growing, by the way, despite the amateur niche, niche, niche. Yeah, fuck knows how that's happening. Yeah, I don't know. Someone's liking it. I'm happy with it. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We'll be back around the 7th of January. Shut (laughs) up. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, Yeah, all right. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, listeners. You better not shout. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. Making a list, he's checking it twice, he's trying to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He knows when you are sleeping, he knows when you're awake. He knows <laughs> He knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Hey, better not shout, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Those are the only words to any Christmas song I can remember. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you could only see it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They wouldn't let poor Rudolph Joining in with their reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, "Uh, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? All of the reindeers loved him, even though they'd been bullying him for years. And they danced around with glee and were supposed to forgive them despite all the bullying. Rin, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You'll go down in history. Sorry for the years of abuse. 